And what up, Wolves? It is Don Chenz, and you are listening to Wolf Mentality Thursday Therapy number two. Um, first of all, shouts out every single person who listened, subscribed, gave a five-star rating, reviewed it. Uh, I was pretty annoying with that, and doing that was super chill. Uh, love everyone who's listened. A lot of people hit me up saying they like it. Uh, I think a lot of people are just gassing me up. Just want to be nice, but either way, I appreciate the you know, positivity. Um, but feel free to give me some uh, constructive criticism. I could take it. I need to get better. I need to keep improving. Um, I also, I'm, this is, it's a little awkward because I have a camera set up now. I'm going to see if I can cut together some clips and put it on uh, Instagram for a little promo instead of uh, just being like, hey, here's a picture of my podcast. Listen to it. Listen to it. I feel like people get annoyed. So we'll see. Um, and so we are, let's see. I'm going to pull up the show on Apple Podcasts app. And let's see how many people have rated Wolf Mentality. Bang. Okay, so right now we are at 27 five-star ratings. Pretty sick. That's honestly way more than I thought I was going to have at this point. Um, I'm not sure if it says how many reviews there are. But for people who are still listening... Uh, up until this point, if you haven't given it a five-star rating on the iTunes or Apple Podcasts app, whatever you want to call it, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you did. Let's, I want to try and get to 50. I feel like getting to 50 by the end of next week is fairly reasonable, uh, given the amount of people it seems like that listened. And like I said, doing that helps a lot with the, uh, rankings and getting on different things and so people could see it blah 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 no one's gonna listen anyway whatever all right so therapy session just me talking that shit um the first thing oh actually going back to like everyone hitting me up and being like oh i really like the podcast blah 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 and i asked a lot of people like oh thanks like if you have any feedback positive or negative let me know and the number one thing i was getting uh from people was where's the intro you need an intro oh my god like you should do an intro that'd be so sick it's like all right yes everyone's told me that there is going to be an intro i will have one at some point but i don't have one at the moment gotta come up with something original you can't just rip another person's song it'll get flagged or whatever um and i don't want that to slow me down from starting because i gotta have some freaking song maybe i should just do my own intro uh until in the meantime, until I get someone to make me one. All right, let's let's try, let's try, let's try. Ready? It's the Wolf Mentality podcast with Don Chen's. Ah, how was that? Sick. All right, we'll do a different one every time until someone makes one. You know, anyone who was down to try and help me make one because I don't know what I'm doing would be chill. Um. All right. So I guess quick rundown of my interview from Tuesday with stand-up comedian Dan Polzello. Um, 
if you listen to it, if you haven't, go listen to it, then listen to this. I thought it was really good. A lot of people said that was their, you know, one of their funniest so far. Obviously, he's a comedian, so you would expect it to be funny. But um, it was really cool talking to him. I think people, when it comes to comedy, you just think you just go up there and tell jokes, but people don't realize how much work they put in. And I feel like the biggest thing for me was how he talked about doing over 20 open mics a week. Like, that's crazy. That's, you know, however many a night like if you're doing it like three four times a night that's a lot and it's a lot of work that's just to even get like a few bits down um and i think that really emphasizes the whole thing of you know like repetition like you got to practice and hone your craft and i forget what the phrase is however many hours you need to put in or reps you need to put in in order to perfect it but whatever it is that clearly holds true because if it takes that much just to get like he was saying oh just to get decent like i still i'm not that good blah blah blah. at least people aren't that good once i'm 10 years in i'll be decent like that's that's a shitload amount of time a shitload amount of practice so you know it's like a real 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 grind trying to master your craft uh and i think that speaks to like translates to a lot of different things like how much you need to work on it in order to perfect whatever you're trying to do it's probably my number one thing also just he's a funny guy uh Follow him on Twitter. Like I said, his tweets are hilarious. His mom, I think his mom threw me a follow, which is pretty sick. Followed me, which is cool. Shouts out Mama Pozzello. All right. Um, damn, only five minutes. It's going to be hard to talk for an hour. I don't know if I should do an hour every single time. I feel like it's going to take me a while to hit that. Damn, it seems long. All right. So this weekend, I left the Windy City, head went up north, made it all the way to Sin City in Boston, Massachusetts. A couple of my buddies from high school visited another friend, had a crazy weekend, uh, went to Fenway. Fenway was really cool. Um, Green Monster wasn't as big as I expected it to be. It was still, it's still huge, but for some reason, it's like, I feel like it's cartoonishly huge watching it on TV, but then when you're there, it doesn't seem as big. But other than that, it's cool. It's kind of like right in the city or whatever, I guess, uh, wherever it is, it's like right smack in the middle of all this stuff. A lot of cool bars around. It was fun. Going out in Boston was fun. I went to Harpoon Fest. Uh, that was cool. People are wait. Boston is like New York vibes because you're still Northeast. Still got that same kind of city vibes, but people are just nicer. I met a group of dudes. Dude had a handlebar mustache. He kept being like, what up, brother? Which I didn't think it was that funny, but they thought it was hilarious. But either way, guys were super nice. And it was really refreshing meeting like a whole group, being with a group of dudes and meeting another group of dudes. And it, you guys not wanting to fight each other. Like every time I go out to New York, you just, you just look at someone. You're like, are you ready to throw down? Are we throwing hands? Are we about to get at it? Let's go. Let's go. And it just turns to a fight. Like, yo, what you looking at, bro? There, I was like, oh, hey, man, like, oh, what are you doing? Where are you guys going? Ah, that's great. Yeah, nice seeing you. It's really nice. Really refreshing to be around uh, that type of environment. And uh, Boston was also pretty white, but I think I expected that, so I wasn't surprised by that. But very white city. Oh, another thing. So this is like something I think about a lot, but it was like occurring a lot of the girls in Boston, like this has happened so many times 
And I've heard it happen like two or three times this past weekend. Shit drives me crazy. Girls will they think they're such hot shit. Think they're so cool. And they'll be talking to you. You're trying to flirt with them, trying to spit some game, whatever. Like my friends are all like, they're running around trying to talk to these girls. And the girls will be like, oh, like how old are you? Some people just say it. Some people be like, oh, how old do you think I am? I mean, I don't know. You look like, and they always guess like you're like 28, 29, 30, because that's what they want you to be. But they'll guess, or you just tell them, they'll be like, oh, I'm 25. And all these girls are like, oh, oh my God, like I knew you were young. I'm 27. Oh, okay. Wow. You're so much cooler than me because you were born a year ago. I actually, this happened to me once in the gym. So there was this girl who, I see her all the time in the morning. So it's like a year ago it happened. I see her all the time and she was rocking like what looked like a shirt from my high school. I wasn't positive because it just said central on it. But I saw, I was like, oh, it looks like it's from my high school. And I wasn't sure. I didn't say anything. But then I saw her again wearing a central thing. It looked like central soccer. And I was just like, all right, that's definitely my high school. So I got to her, I was like, oh, hey, like, did you go to 100 Central? She was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking. Also, I wasn't even trying to flirt with her. Like, just, I was just like, oh, you want to go to the same high school? Like, not putting the moves on her in the slightest. So, oh, when'd you graduate? Blah, blah, blah. She, I was just like, oh, when, I forget what she said. It was like 2000, like nine or something. Something like that. No, no, it was before that. It was maybe like, whatever, whatever it was. It was before I got there. So I guess it was like 2007, maybe she said, or right before I got there. She goes, oh, what year did you graduate? I go, oh, 2012. Oh, I knew you looked young. I'm so much older than you. Like, what, dude? Okay. All right. You're older than me. Cool. Like, you're better than me now? Like, you're too cool for me now? Oh, I can't talk to you? I'm not hitting on you. Relax. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I knew I was so much older than you. Give me a break. And girls always do that. They want to know how old you are. And if you're like two months younger than them, they're all of a sudden like, oh, you're so little. All right, buddy. The other thing with girls was my friend Vaughn pointed out for some reason he was kept talking about jean jackets. He was obsessed with jean jackets the whole weekend. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand it. Thought it was some kind of just like, oh, he's just talking about jean jackets, just some random shit he decided to talk about. Literally every single girl is wearing a jean jacket. It was a little breezy. Like it wasn't too warm or anything like that. I mean, it was pretty warm. But every, we would be standing in a certain spot. And you just do a quick 360 scan. 80% of the girls are wearing jean jackets. I don't know if that's a Boston thing or, or just a basic white girl thing. It has to be just a basic white girl thing. Because that's why I feel like everyone in Boston is a basic white girl. Everyone's wearing jean jackets. I've never seen anything like it. He kept saying it, and I was just like, oh, ha, 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 it was funny. And I was like, wait, what the, every, literally every single girl is wearing a jean jacket. That's lame. Have some style. Don't be so basic. Um, I don't know what else happened this weekend. I said Fenway was sweet. Harpoon Fest was fun. Everyone's white and wears and all the girls wear jean jackets. Uh yeah. I guess that's it from the weekend. 
not too much else happened. So Sin City was sick, made it back to New York and back to work like a slave. All right. So should we get into what has been bothering me? Oh, here's actually something. I'm saying, oh, like I just thought of it, but I'm staring at my phone. The camera's got me staring at my phone. So I don't understand people posting these, like the the pictures of them sleeping. Like on Instagram, you'll see it's like, it'll be like, oh, like a boyfriend and girlfriend cuddling or someone cuddling with their dog or with a baby or something. Those are the fakest pictures I've ever seen, ever. You're not sleeping. Like you're just, you're not, you're not sleeping. You are not sleeping. When you're sleeping, your mouth's open, you're drooling, your eyes are half open. Like you see a picture of me sleeping, I look ridiculous. Everyone looks ridiculous when they sleep. People are sleeping, they look so peaceful. And it'll it'll be like an angle, like you clearly took a selfie. Like why do people do that? Do people actually believe that they're sleeping? Like, do you look at your phone, see a story? Oh, look, that person's cuddling with the dog. I can't believe they fell asleep like that. No one falls asleep like that. You might start start to like late, and then you just, you, no one sleeps like that. No one lo- sleeps so peacefully. And I don't understand why people do that. Like, you're obviously lying. Obviously lying. Especially with like boyfriends too, like boyfriends and girlfriends. Always girls doing it though. It's like boyfriends and girlfriends. Like, okay, dude, like I get it. You're so cute. Oh my God, your relationship's so cute. What's worse than that though is that the gym, I can talk about the gym all the time. It's not a fitness podcast. I'm just keep talking about the gym. You'll see couples at the gym and they like only, they only work out together. It's like, you guys don't have to be with each other 24-7. Like, go do your own thing. Shit, let her do her thing. You do your thing. Separate a little bit. I'll see couples, they're just doing everything together. And the worst, the worst is when they'll be like across from each other. This happened the other day. Two people across from each other doing sit-ups. Like, and they're, they like almost kiss at the top of everything. Whoa, dude. Stop. Stop cuddle like you don't have to like coddle each other and like hug each other and smooch the whole time at the gym. And the thing with that is when that happens at the gym, it's usually the guys initiating it, which I don't understand. Like, the girls are probably just, seem like they're just trying to work out, and the guys all like cuddly and like, oh, like babe, what are you doing? Should we go? Should we go do curls? I'm gonna puke. Just go work out. Don't, I don't want to see you kiss. I don't want to see anyone kiss. I don't want to see anyone cuddling. I'm there. I'm working out. You work out. Do it. Don't do sit-ups and the kisses. Just work out. Just work out. I'm just alone and sad and everyone's got to rub it in my face. I'm going to be alone. Ah. Seriously, just stop. Uh, oh, I also went to the Mets game on Monday. Um, they actually won, which was crazy. Mets suck. Every team I like sucks. Mets suck. Jets suck. Nets are okay now, but they've been sucking. Every team I like sucks. 
I like all the actually I guess the Knicks would be worse than the Nets, but I like pretty much most of the bad New York teams. But we were sitting in right field down the line watching the game. And like I listened to like part of my take, I'm sure people do, and they always talk about the guys who wear gloves to the game. You just think that's a joke. Like, no one that. I literally saw three adult men wearing gloves to the game. Like, that is so, 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 so corny. So corny. So corny. So corny. Like, what? It's just, dude, just watch the game, man. Just watch it. You're not going to catch, even if you catch a ball, it's like sick. You're going to moss a little kid? With your glove to get it? Like, you're just such a loser. Just watch the game. You're walking around with the glove on, and they have it like half on their hand, like they're really playing, and they won't guy like one guy wouldn't take it off. Dude, relax. You're not playing in the outfield. You're not playing in the game. But the Mets won. It was the first game I went to this year. Tickets were like 15 bucks, fourth row from the stands or from the uh, fence because they're so bad. It's sad. It's sad. Sports teams are all bad. Speaking of actually my sports teams being sad, and I said the Jets happened like a week ago, I guess, but them firing McCagnan, the GM of the Jets. The, the thing I don't understand about that is. Not only, like, you fired your GM after you had the most cap space in the league, and it, you waited till after free agency. You waited till after the draft. You let him hire, pick, handpick his head coach. And what I don't, I don't get is he handpicked his head coach, but his head coach wanted to fight him right away and got him fired. Like, dude, you really screwed up picking your head coach if your head coach got you booted three months after hiring you. After you hired him. And and they they do it for Adam Gase. The guy's a loon. His press conference eyes are coming out of his head. Uh, why? I don't know. I don't know why I even care. Because the Jets suck. They always suck. They're always going to suck. They oh, oh my God, they got this guy. They got Le'Veon Bell. They got CJ Mosley. They, they drafted... Uh, What's his face? Quinn and Williams. Oh, man, they're going to have a good offseason, blah, blah, blah. And they just blow it and just turn themselves into a joke. They can't let the Giants be a joke for one freaking second. They got to, oh, no. Oh, the Giants think they're a joke? Well, wait till you see this. Fucking losers. Whatever. Whatever. I don't even really care. I'm, like, over it. Also, I'm a Skins fan anyway. Screw that. And then the Skins also, Ruben Foster out for the year with an injury. So... No matter what, every team I like has a problem, but it'll be fine. And then I guess NBA play. I'm just talking about sports now, I guess. Warriors swept. Nobody should be surprised. And that's actually something I only bet on games occasionally, not too often. But the Warriors were underdog, have been underdogs a lot recently, and I just don't understand that. It makes no sense. That's free money. Anytime the Warriors, especially the way they're with Durant, if they're an underdog, like I should have put my life savings on it. I put a lot of money for me. It's probably not a lot for most people. 
But why why would they be underdogs against the the Blazers? And they, that's it makes no sense. Just because the Blazers are home, like the, the, the Blazers, lucky if they win one game, and you're gonna make them like have, like pretty substantial favorites just because they're home for Game Three. Makes no sense. And I did that in the series against uh, when the Warriors played Houston, and just because it was the game after Durant got hurt, it was Game Six. And was like, everyone was like, oh my God, like Rockets are 100% going to win. And the Warriors are underdogs. I was like, it's free money. Everyone's saying the Warriors are going to lose. They're definitely going to win. That's the easy, that is giving away money. I should have put as much as I possibly could. It just makes absolutely no sense that they'd be underdogs ever, ever, ever. And then the Bucks raptors series is tied 2-2. That was another thing. The this last game, I the Bucks uh, Raptors. I kept getting all these alerts, like from Bleacher Report and other gambling things. Like, oh my god, this crazy trend. Uh, the Bucks are whatever and whatever, like seventeen and four after coming off a loss in the playoffs. Oh, they're a lock to win. Oh, they're definitely gonna win. And everyone who is, oh, the Bucks are a lock. I'm putting all my money on them. It's like, all right, easy bet on the Raptors. Raptors crush them. Like, whatever people think, just do the opposite. Whatever you think, do the opposite. Just fade yourself. I feel like that's what I got to do. I got to just fade myself, and I'll probably hit every single bet. Or just take the Warriors and the underdogs, because whoever is betting against them is a moron also. It's ridiculous. What else happened recently? Oh, the Game of Thrones finale? So happy Game of Thrones is over. I had a lot of fun. Learning about it on Twitter. That's all I would do. I would come in and troll all my coworkers. And I didn't even have to watch it. I would just scroll through Twitter Sunday night. Everyone would be bitching. This sucks. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe uh, Bran. I can't believe Arya did this. And why would why would Jon Snow not pet Ghost? There's a coffee. There's a water bottle behind the guy's foot. Oh my God. And I would just come in the next day. And I know everything that happened. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe they screwed that up. I can't believe this plot. Like... And everyone tells me to still watch. Everyone's like, oh, you got to watch Game of Thrones. It's great. People spend six up six weeks straight saying how terrible every single aspect of the entire thing was. Just watch it, dude. If it sucks, it sucks. People just, oh my God, like this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. They should have done this. They should have done that. You're not the writer. Just shut up and watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Why, why everyone, it's, I don't know. Everyone makes, there's podcasts and shows now just based around bitching about Game of Thrones. Just fucking watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And nobody liked it, it seems like. I'm glad it's over, so I'm going to hear everyone bitch about it. People are probably still going to bitch about it, though. Like, Breaking Bad, that's a good show. That had a great finale. That was good every season. Actually, it started off a little slow. But it was a phenomenal show. I hear people outside my apartment. Oh, and that's what I want to talk about. The I was in Sin City, like I said, up in Boston, but the Brooklyn Half Marathon was this weekend. I saw a lot of people there for that. 
And I was talking with my friends and I realized it's so funny how like everyone does marathons now. I'll never do a marathon. I, I, I shouldn't say never, but I hate running and like no interest in doing any kind of long distance running shit. But everyone is just posting all, not just the that one, but in general, everyone's always doing marathons and all these things and posting about, oh, look at me running this marathon. I ran this half. I ran this 10K. I ran this 5K. Oh my God. Like, look how much I run. Like, I got this shirt. I got this medal. Oh my God. They gave me a beer afterwards. It's so funny because literally nobody, I guarantee nobody compared to now used to run marathons before social media existed because nobody would know. Like nobody would know that you ran a marathon, so there's no reason to run it. People only you only run a marathon so you can show people, look, I ran a marathon. You don't actually want to run the marathon. Nobody wants to run the marathon. Everyone just wants everyone just does it now because it's cool to post social media. Look at me, I ran a marathon. Oh my god, I ran a marathon. I got they gave me a beer afterwards. Wow. Everyone now runs marathons. I will not be running a marathon anytime soon. Believe that. Another major uh, revelation from this past week, I guess. After discussing with a lot of uh, friends and acquaintances, people have always made fun of the way I walk. Like I've had people say, uh, I walk like I have two suitcases and a suitcase in each hand and I pick my feet up really high. I've had people, I don't know, they, everyone describes my the way I walk differently but everyone agrees that I walk like an idiot and I've never understood. I was like, I'm just walking but everyone says I walk weird. I even had one time in college, a bunch of people were in someone's backyard and they're just like hanging out. It was like late at night. It was like late at night, pitch black out. They're probably sitting around a fire or something like that in someone's backyard. I was walking with someone maybe well over a hundred yards away, so far away. I had on a black hoodie with a hood over my head. And one of my, one of my friends just looks and he goes, Vinny. And he literally knew it was, I wasn't talking, knew it was me by the way I was walking. So I know I walk like an idiot, but I don't understand. I never could understand why. And I figured it out this weekend. I flick at the knees. I'm a knee flicker. And so now I'm like walking around trying not to do that. I'm like taking like big steps, like trying to move a lot of the hips, walk normal. And I can't, it makes me look worse. I can't figure out how to walk normal. So I'm just going to be a knee flick for the rest of my life, I think, because I just can't figure it out. I gave it, and people, if you're just listening, like you don't even understand what that means. Like, what does that mean? He knee flicks. I, it took me years to figure out what I was doing. I'm glad I at least figured it out and I'm going to try and fix it, but I feel like it's too late. I'm just going to walk like a moron for the rest of my life, which is kind of sad, but oh well. Just had to make peeps. Just took a break. It's so hard to like talking to nobody. Like I said last time, it's so hard to get like, let's go like, oh, so I have to slam coffee. Just slam so much caffeine just to stay semi-locked into a conversation with myself. But it makes me have to go peeps every single time. The struggles, man. So I'd be sick if I had a co-host. I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. We'll see if that happens.
But I'm fine. I'm fine on my own. I'm a lone wolf, dude. So what was I saying? I think I was talking about my knee flicking. Right? Right, Chenz? Yes, Chenz, you were talking about your knee flicking. Okay, cool. Thanks, Chenz. Oh, and actually speaking of, I guess, talking about my peeps, I hate how, like, at work, when pe- when you're at home, like, I just, I just went potty. I didn't wash my hands afterwards. I just went tinks. And then I was like, okay, done, flushed, and then just came back and sat down. And that's what most people do when they go pee-pee. Well, guys, girls, different story. But guys, I'm only speaking about guys. Guys, just you just, when you're home, you don't wash your hands after you pee. You don't pee all over yourself, hopefully. You go in the toilet, you flush it, and then you just go about your business. Why can't I do that at work or in public in general? Like, why? I hate the whole, I got to fake wash my hands. Why do I got to fake wash my hands? Can't we just have like an agreement? Hey, like, it's cool, man. I won't tell anyone. I won't judge you. I won't wash my hands. You won't wash your hands. We'll just walk out. Neither one of us peed on ourselves. And we're good. It's like we all, everyone has to fake it in front of the other person. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you like fake rinse and fake use. I literally fake use soap sometimes. Like, can't I just walk out? What do I care what Jimmy thinks? I don't care what Jimmy thinks if I don't wash my hands. Like people like fake like scrub it like they're scrubbing their hands for so long. I don't know what's worse. Fake scrubbing your scrubbing your hands like an exaggerated amount of time after just peeing or you just people just go and they just like rinse their hands under the thing in two seconds. Like, dude, I know you didn't act, you're not even actually washing it. Why even fake it? Just walk out. Just walk out. You're just rinsing your hands in water. Just walk out. Bathroom situation at work's a nightmare too. It's like every time I gotta take a dump, no stalls. There's like two stalls in every bathroom, and you just do laps around. And every, dudes are just shitting all day. Guys just shit all day. Just shit. They don't even work. Just pooping. Just sit in the stall, poop in for eight hours, and then they go home. Because I can never. If it doesn't even happen that often. The occasional time I gotta go potty, I gotta use a stall. It's impossible. I gotta check ten bathrooms. Eh, 10 is an exaggeration, but five is not an exaggeration. It's, it's ridiculous. I got to fake wash my hand. Like, but after you go number two, you should wash your hands. If you come out the stall, you got to wash your hands. That is not an option, but tinks peeps. You know, I'm not gonna say anything unless you pee on your hands. It's an honor system. If you pee on your hands a little bit, get a little drip on there, wash your hands. If you don't, have everyone else trust the guy, hey, he probably didn't pee on his hands. And just leave. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Do I have anything else to complain about? There's my breathing. But I don't breathe loud. Oh, the season it is, 
It's prom season for high schoolers. I have a few cousins that are high school age. Thank God I am not in high school right now. Asking a girl to prom is a nightmare. Like the whole promposal thing is actually the most ridiculous. Like that's how social, if you want to figure out how social media is ruining America and how it's ruining our youth, if you want to figure out how it's ruining our youth, promposals is the only evidence you need. Because that only exists because of social media. Every guy has to embarrass themselves, make a stupid ass sign. It's horrible. If I had to do that when I was in high school, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't have gone. Prom sucked anyway. Prom is horrible. No one cares about prom. You just go, you take the pictures, you probably hate your date. And then everyone just like senior year, everyone just wants to go to the beach and drink. Like when I was, when I was senior prom, I left like an hour because you're like, I got to beat everyone to the beach. Stupid. And the prom proposals thing, I'm pretty sure it started like a year or two after I graduated was when it started. Just barely missed that. But thank God I missed that. I couldn't imagine if I had to make a sign. Like a ransom. Guys are making like ransom notes on giant poster boards. And and it's, sometimes it'll be like a, just like a girl you just want to ask. Sometimes it'll be asking their girlfriends. Like you're dating the person. You don't need to make them a sign. You don't. You don't. I don't need to make a sign. I don't need to walk around my high school in front of everyone being like, hey, and you make some corny joke like or pun or something that's not funny or cute or cool. And then the girl pretends she's super embarrassed, but she really loves it. That's a lo- that's the best part. Girl's like, oh my God, you're embarrassing me. Like, I can't believe you made this sign and you're doing it in front of all my friends and it's on video and it's going all over Instagram and Snapchat. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. But they love it. They love it. They're like, oh my God, I'm turning so red. Oh, I have so much attention from boys. Yes. That's what they're saying on the inside. Like, screw that, dude. If I had to go to prom with a girl and she told me, or like, or implied, if I was dating a girl and she implied I had to make a poster for her to ask her to prom when I'm already dating her, I'd dump her. I'd be like, all right, we're good. Bye. See ya. Yep. Nope. Bye. Go to by yourself. Go, go with another guy. I would actually, maybe, I didn't even do that. We can stay together. You can go with another guy. Have another guy make you a poster. I'll still date you. We, we were cool. I'll see you after the prom. Have another guy make you a sign. I would never do that. I can't believe guys do that. I can't believe it. It actually makes me mad. Cause like if it like I really think like if that was a thing like I there's no way I I would pray to God that I wouldn't succumb to the pressures of social media that I would make a ransom note on a giant poster with the shitty pun asking a girl to prom and prom sucks prom sucked both years no one actually likes prom you just girls just want the pictures. And then once the pictures are over, no one cares about prom and everyone wants to leave and go drink. It's ridiculous. 
And, and the fact that there's a term, promposals, like you're proposing, you don't need. The other thing, too, when you propose, you don't have to do it in front of your school. Like they call it a promposal, like a proposal, like you're getting married, but you're just going to prom. You're not getting married. You're not even asking the girl to date. You're asking a girl to prom. You can propose in front of people, or you can propose in private, or in a restaurant, or in a hotel, or in a, a nice beach, or a nice view, or on a mountain, or something. You could propose anywhere. So if you're calling it a promposal, like a proposal, you do not have, you could just ask. You can just ask someone to marry you in the privacy of someone's home. You just ask someone to prom in the privacy of your own home, in the privacy of their home. When you're out getting Chipotle with your girlfriend, with your high school girlfriend, you don't need to do it in front of your school. Everyone needs the attention. And I say that, but I, I, I'd probably do it. Realistically, I know oh, I'm so stupid. I'd probably do it. If the girl's hot enough, yeah, I'd probably do it. But only if she's hot enough. Um, I'm done complaining. I'm done complaining. I'm going to be positive from now on. Oh, so funny things. If people saw Future giving his son a Rolex for his birthday, that was just one of the most... I always thought like the future Russell Wilson thing, I always thought Russell Wilson was a nerd because the whole like he wouldn't have sex with Sierra and he's just kind of a goober and he just comes off like a dork and Future comes off like the coolest guy ever. So I was like, oh, Future's the man. He makes sick music. Like Russell Wilson's a nerd. Russell Wilson takes care of Future's kid, blah, blah, blah. I flip though. I actually think Future's kind of a loser, and I think Russell Wilson's the man. One, Russell Wilson got paid. He makes you a lot of money. Two, still with Sierra, and he's killing it on that front. Three, for Wolf, I think his name is Future too, the kid, he had his like, wonderful Instagram post, like, oh my God, like I'm so happy you came into my life and that we get to share these experiences together, and you've taught me so much, and I hope you have a great birthday because you deserve something really nice. And the future just had like a rap lyric with the son out with the Rolex. And the kid, he posts the picture and the kid looks mad. <laughs> like he's posing like he's flexing on them. And the kid looks so sad. <laughs> but he's got like a Rolex on. <laughs> just give the kid a normal gift. <laughs> like what a, come on, dude. I thought that was funny. And I flipped. Russell Wilson's kind of the man now. Future's last few albums have been, eh, just kind of like not as swaggy anymore. Oh, another funny thing. Um, I always, and other people get these all the time, unless they think I'm special, but those fake like Instagram accounts, well, they'll put like a fake half naked chick that's like, oh, I want to, like, you're so hot. Come see my nudes with a link that's just going to give you a virus and steal your information and your social security number and your credit cards and all that stuff. I love those. I love those because 
They never make sense. They never use proper English. You can't even decide to the point where you can't even decipher what they're saying. They're so obviously fake. Their accounts with no followers, or it'll be like, and no posts, or it'll have a couple, but they're like, they're just so obviously fake, but you get these all the time. And I love it. One, because they're just so ridiculous, but two, because they definitely work. Like people wouldn't do it. So like it wouldn't happen so often if it didn't work sometimes. So like these hor- things that are broken English, like if you're, if you're going to go through the trouble to make those things, like just translate it right. Or just do it to people in the language you speak. Like if you don't speak English, why are you trying to do it to people who speak English? But it has to work because why would they keep doing it? Like why would I keep getting these messages? And they'll be in like group messages. They'll be in groups of like random other dudes. Like am I supposed to believe that you're just group messaging a bunch of random dudes? And you just want to bang all of us and send us all nudes? But people have to click it. They have to click it because why else would they do it? There's no way that those things are O for a million. They have to work sometimes. And that is crazy that people fall, fall for it. It has to be other people that don't speak whatever language it is, like if they don't speak English. It has to be that. But even that, it's, it's just, it's crazy. There, I can't believe people fall for that, but they have to fall for it. They're so insane. I actually took, I took I, so I, I'm acting like I just, oh, I should think we're talking about this, but I prepared this. Because I've been taking screenshots over a while, like ones that, like recent ones. And like, I'm going to read some of them. They're so funny. All right, here's one. Zero followers, zero posts. Looks like her name is Verna, some crazy thing with numbers. What's best way to spend evening? Yes, it's meet a beauty, free and single girl. I really want, wants with W-H-A-N-T. I really want, I really want to show you my sex, but put an asterisk over the E, don't want to curse, sex photos. I really want to show you my bleep photos at first. Then we can chill. You know what I talking about. And then a few emojis. Sign up. Link with no I. Sign up link below and write me tongue emoji. Ha. I should totally hit her up. Her sex photos? That we can chill? I know what she's talking about. Let's see another one. Hey honey, want to see how beauty my nudes? Nudes again. Thank you for censoring it. No you with an asterisk over the U. Want to see how beauty my bleep? My videos? Single? Not married? No children? Dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to wait you too much. Write me, please, on website below. High heel shoe emoji. Hope you enjoy this treat, stud. That one was actually a good one because she called me a stud. I kind of like that compliment. If you're gassing me up a little bit, I might be, maybe those are the ones that work because I kind of was like, ooh, she called me a stud. Again, zero files, zero posts, so I knew better, but I could see that working because someone's like, oh, she thinks I'm a stud. So nice of them to censor it though. Censor the curse, the naughty curse words like sex and nudes. This is a short one. There's also like 20 people, all these, there's 20 people. Hello, kissy emoji. Hello, I'm not married, not have children. Hot and beauty. 
my nudes, again, nudes censored, my bleep, photos, videos, all for you, my honey. Come link. Okay. And this is the best one ever. Now, this is the one I screenshotted a while ago. It is not a DM from a fake account. It is a fake account commenting. It was in Gucci Mane's. Some post from Gucci Mane. I think it was, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was like some white kid rapping uh, one of his songs in his car and like getting all into it. And it's like, oh my God, this is so funny. And he was like, yeah, like Gucci. Speak actually, and real quick, speaking of Gucci, he has the best Twitter, uh, top five Twitter in all of Twitter sphere, in all of the Twitter sphere, in all of Twitter land, Twittersville. Amazed. He just gets up. He's like, he just wakes up and just starts tweeting inspirational stuff. I'll, uh, nah, no one cares about this, but there it's pumps me up. He pumps me up, follows on Twitter. Anyway, so this was in the comments of that post. I think this is a fake account. It has to be a fake account. She at somebody. This, <laughs> I gotta read this right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she goes, she at somebody in Gucci Mane's comments. Don't look my story if you don't want to masturbate. She put <laughs> she put ma- masturbate in all caps and like spaces so you could really see it in exclamation points. <laughs> don't don't look my story if you don't want to masturbate. <laughs> like like oh shit. Don't, don't look, don't look, don't look. Oh, I'm going to look. And like, you just like can't control yourself. Like, I don't know. That was so don't look my story. I love that one. That's the best one by far. And, but kind of upset she didn't censor masturbate. That's a curse word as well. Kind of inconsiderate of her. All right. Um, I said I would do positive news stories every week. I wasn't too negative today, though. Positive news story. Uh, the big one was, I think his name was Rob. Let me look it up. Robert F. Smith. He's a billionaire. I don't know what he's a billionaire for. He's an American businessman, investor, philanthropist, uh, founder, chairman, and CEO of private equity firm Vista Vista Equity Partners. And he's the 163rd richest person in America. And he gave the commencement address at Morehouse College, which I believe is a, a historically black college. Um, but he, I don't know if he went there or if he just gave the speech. But anyway, he gave the commencement speech and he said that he and his family would be creating a grant to pay every single graduating student's uh, student loans. That's pro- like, I if you've, which I hope you did. If you listen to my uh, interview, Dan Pulzello, I talked about in my uh, graduation how it was terrible, like the commencement speech was terrible, and Kogi Roberts' husband, who who's famous, but I forget his name still, talked about like the girl in the talking about the girl in the Holocaust, and it was supposed to be some kind of inspirational story, but it just made me depressed. Talk, it was talking about a girl getting like sexually assaulted and raped during the Holocaust, 
at my graduation. It was just, it was honestly, I, I, I couldn't imagine a more like depressing speech to give at a time that's supposed to be positive and exciting. But anyway, we were just talking about commencement speeches. So he gave a commencement speech and offered to pay everyone's student loans, which is so sick. But I was thinking, could you imagine being like a huge nerd? And you're like, oh, I'm so far ahead of my credits. Like I took all these AP classes that got me credits in high school. And then I took extra credits each semester. And I'm so smart. I got a 3.8. I'm going to graduate a semester early. Or I'm going to graduate a year early. And your friends like, oh my God, but you're missing out. It's going to be so much fun. You're seeing your year. No, like I'm going to graduate early and get a sick job at this company and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go to grad school. I'll get to start grad school early and spend more money. And then you graduate too early so you don't get your student loans paid off. It's not because you decided to be a smart ass. You don't get your student. You get to pay your student loans. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to spend all my money on medical school. So now you're in the hole for undergrad, in the hole for medical school, and you left early because you wanted to be a nerd. And <laughs> that guy's not paying for your college. That would be traumatizing. I'd be, uh, that would actually be depressing. More depressing to listen to Cookie Roberts' husband give a speech about the Holocaust and a girl getting raped. Way more depressing. Or if you're like, the, or if you're just normally graduating at the right time and you're the class before or after, like imagine being the class right before you graduated last year. Like, what the hell, dude? And it's almost, and what's going to even suck more is the person who gives a speech next year. Because of that person, their expectations are so high now. I wouldn't give that speech next year. They asked me, I'd be like, I'll do the year after. Unless that person also offers a pay, then I'll wait again another year. Because you can't follow. There's no way to follow that guy. Because everybody going into next year's graduation is going to be waiting for him to say, or her, him or her, to be like, oh my God, like I'm paying your tuition as well. Yes, I have no loans. Like Everyone is waiting for that. And the second you don't, they're going to hate your guts. Poor, bless the poor soul who has to give a commencement speech at Morehouse College next year for the class of 2020. Not, not the speech to follow for sure. But very sick for the people that graduated this year. I wonder if that'll become a trend. I wonder if more school the schools just do that. Schools should just ask billionaires, especially smaller schools. Just ask a billionaire to do the commencement speech and then they'll kind of feel, maybe they'll feel the pressure, feel the heat to pay off some stuff. Give back. Um, I think the only thing left on the docket is music. And everyone knows what I'm going to talk about because Tyler, the creator's album, Igor, came out on Friday slash Thursday at midnight last week. And it is the greatest album of all time. That's it. Greatest album of all time. It's so good. I listened to it a million times. But I will admit, the first time I heard it was not a great experience. We were list- we were driving up to Sin City. And we were in my friend's pickup truck. And his I don't know if his stereo was all like out of whack or the levels were screwed up. But we listened to it once through. We're all like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of, it's really production heavy. There's not a lot of lyrics. I don't know. And I felt kind of iffy about it and I was really bummed. But then the next morning I 
listen to it with headphones on and I was like, wow, this is amazing. It's so good. And I've just been listening on repeat since. Granted, I probably would love it no matter what. I probably listen to it on repeat no matter what because I'm obsessed. But it seems like it's been a consensus across the board from people talking heads in hip hop and music in general that it's an amazing album. And it's projected to be the number one album this week and beat out DJ Khaled's new album. Because Tyler, the creator's a goat. And I don't care that I piss people off a bit when I talk about it all the time. I don't care that I've only been tweeting about Tyler, the creator, besides from my podcast for the last week. I don't care. He's the best. And I've been saying it for like a decade. And everyone makes fun of me. And everyone makes fun of him. And I'm gonna have, he already got nominated for a Grammy for his last album. Guarantee this album is nominated for a Grammy. I'm pretty, I'm, no, I'm very confident. I guarantee it'll win a Grammy next year, this album. And I'm going to rub it in every single person's face who makes fun of me or Tyler, the creator. Because he's the GOAT. It's a great album. It's a beautiful album. A lot of soul, a lot of R&B. Give it a chance. Just give it a chance. If you say nothing, what pisses me off the most when people say music sucks and you go, well, did you listen to it? No. You can't say it sucks. Say, ah, I, his music's usually not for me. I didn't listen to it. I don't want to listen to it. That's fine. If you're like, oh, no, he sucks. Most people do it just to troll me. And they know I get, because I can't help it. I get so triggered when people say he sucks. So you're doing that. It's like, okay. But some people ge like genuinely say things like that. They're like, oh, uh, he sucks. Oh, she sucks. Well, have you listened to this album or that album or this song? No, I haven't. No, I didn't. I haven't listened to them. When was the last time I listened to them? Oh, like a few years ago. Like, dude, shut up then. You don't know what you're talking about. Same with this. Just give this album a chance. Like, it's a short listen. It's less than 40 minutes. Listen one or two times. Just give it a chance. I promise you'll love it. He's the go. Um, I guess other music. Three good albums. Friends by Omar Apollo. So good is my favorite song. Great vibes like R&B. Some jazzy little funk vibes. Really good album. Really good. Um, the Juice Volume 1 by Emotional Orange. Uh, Motion is my favorite song. That's a great album. Another like R&B kind of like poppy album. Who's Watching the Kids 2? Uh, album by Mir Fontaine. Great album. I put it I put it on the Big Bad, most recent Big Bad, or two pop playlists ago, the Big Bad Wolf playlist, workout playlist. Best playlist for working on music discovery. Go listen to it on my Spotify and Apple Music. Go listen to it now. And that was good. Oh, and then last one, so good, great song, Voodoo by Shagalia featuring Buddy, R&B song. Beautiful. It's beautiful. That's all I got to say. It's a great song. Okay. Okay. I'm close to an hour. This is tough. Talking to the wall is very, very difficult. Extremely difficult. So I guess wrapping up, I appreciate if you made it this far. I feel like this was a little, t I always feel like for the first thing you do, like the first Thursday therapy I did, I had like a lot of time. I mean, granted, I had a week for this one, but it's like you're kind of ramping up and you're giving it all your best for it. I felt like really amped to do it. I came out pretty well, I think. This one felt a little tougher to get it going, but I think it was pretty good. I hope. And again, if you're listening, I love you. I really appreciate it. And 
if you know me personally, honestly, feel free to hit me up and give me honest feedback. I'd actually prefer more constructive feedback than positive. Positive is good. Makes me feel good if it's positive. If it's genuinely positive, tell me, but don't just gas me up. Like gas me up if you want, but if you have anything constructive, I would also very much appreciate that because I need to get it better and improve it in some way. I will have an intro so you don't have to say that as feedback because I will have an intro at some point. I don't know when, but I will. Um, please, if you're listening on like the iTunes or Apple Podcasts app, whatever it is, please, please, please hit subscribe and give it a five-star rating and write a review um, I assume if you're listening to already the second Thursday therapy all the way through that you probably think it's at least decent or you're just being nice, but either way, the review and the five-star rating would be really helpful. I have 27 five-star ratings. That's pretty good. I'm trying. Let's try and get 50. That'd be super nice. I feel weird just asking people to do that, but it's important for getting trying to get the podcast noticed. And if people do that, it would mean a lot to me. And... It would be a great way to easy, great, very easy way with the tap of your thumb to help support. Um, other things you can do to support or check out is my workout program, uh, Wolf Season 1.0, and my supplement guide are available on my website. I'll put the link in the description of this episode in the show notes or whatever so you can get to it. Um, I think it's really good. I put a lot of time and effort into it. Summer's coming up. If you want to look like garbage, if you want to not look good and have the ladies think, oh, he's got a gross flabby bod, then don't buy it. But if you want to maybe look a little better, get some lifting and nutrition tips. Good, nice little eight-week program. Get yourself right for the summer. Maybe look into it. If you're not sure about it and you want to get more information, just feel free to message me or text me or whatever. I'll, you know, tell you what it's about, but you know, put a lot of work into that. Some people have picked it up. Um, I think it'll help that. I said the playlist on Apple music and Spotify. Um, I said, subscribe, rate, review. I'm gonna be saying that a million times. Subscribe, rate, review, do it. Uh, um, and that's it. I'm pretty close to an hour. Should I just mumble for an hour or should I just stop it? I'll just stop it. Okay. Um, thank you, therapists. Um, next week, well, Tuesday of next week, so right after Memorial Day weekend, the interview should be Jason Cabinda, a linebacker on the Oakland Raiders. Got another NFL player, two NFL players already. Damn, Chens. Damn, how are you getting these high profile guests, Chens? Uh, but it was a very good interview. Um, he had a lot of cool things to say. Um, his story is very interesting as well. You know, he had a lot of adversity, um, went undrafted, but got picked up by the Raiders and made an impact, you know, doing very, very well. Uh, I think there's a lot to get out of it. That'll be coming Tuesday. Uh, so make sure to listen to that and subscribe, rate, review. Thanks. Bye.